Pegram, while he could still speak, and Mivert, coming to his senses, ran in, armed with a ruler. I'll kill a pair of you, said the stranger. He gave Pegram's throat a very disagreeable squeeze, bounded to his feet, grabbed Mivert by the collar, and hurled him across the editor. He seemed as strong as the most disagreeable novel of the year, and few things were stronger than that. His eyes bolted from his head, and were most unpleasant to see within six inches of one's own, as Pegram felt. For some thirty seconds after Mivet landed across his chief, and the stranger fell upon the pair of them, there was a remarkable blind skirmish. No one could see anything on account of the ancient dust which filled the whole room. Not even a mathematician and a bacteriologist in one could have estimated the pathogenic germs to the cubic centimetre of space but the meanest intelligence among the unlearned would have come to the conclusion that there was trouble in the office of an unusual nature. For Mivard was not weak, and Pegram, having recovered from his surprise and filled his lungs, was really very strong. The two editors got to their feet, grabbed each other and the intruder, and waltzed without music, but to the accompaniment of highly unpoetic words, three times round the room. Another desk was smashed. A large table loaded with papers, which was weak on its legs, gave way with a bang. Someone put his elbow through a window, and someone else knocked away the supports of some pigeonholes. Mivert got a severe blow in the eye which made him very angry, and he hit out blindly, which was natural as he could not see, and nearly knocked Pegram over. Pegram, who was very cross by now, though he had remarkable self-control while dealing with printers, and even with poets, let go, and banged Mivet's head against the head of the writer of How I Escaped from Hanwell. Then, as luck and dust would have it, the new writer struck Mivet, just as Mivet struck Pegram, which was at exactly the same moment that Pegram got in a real beauty on the new contributor. The result of this was that they all landed in different parts of the room, Mivert being close to the bell. Though he had not kept his legs, he still kept his head, and rang the bell, hoping to bring up O'Flanagan, who had a reputation as a fighter, of which Mrs. O'Flanagan was very proud, seeing that it helped her to speak the truth to her neighbours. But the interval for refreshment was short. It seemed as if nothing could destroy the new man's energy. Though his head had gone through a cupboard, he rose with a yell and unabated ardour as O'Flanagan came bounding upstairs. It was not so much the bell as a piece of window glass that had fallen on him as he held up the outside wall that brought him so quickly. What is it? roared O'Flanagan when he found the door locked. What is it? Burst the door in! shrieked Mivert as he hurled the inkpot at the advancing foe. There's a madman here! Mivet thought later this was no inducement for an ordinary man to interfere in the proceedings, but then O'Flanagan was Irish. He hurled himself against the door just as the inkpot, having missed its mark, went through the window, while Mivet dodged a blow from a table leg with which the madman was armed. Pegram, now remembering that in his unadventurous life he had yet essayed the adventures of football, tackled the man low down and they all went over with a crash that loosened the plaster of the room beneath, just as O'Flanagan, on his second attempt, came through the door like a mad bull through a gate. 
he was met by the unexhausted and inexhaustible stranger who was once more on his feet and having been caught by his extended wrist and the slack of his jacket went with a crash on the top of Mivert and the editor. The interloper calmed down when he had done this and walking to the door stood there. He spoke and they listened to the following remarkable pronouncement. One I despise, said he. Two I can manage easily but three might not unreasonably be too many. Nevertheless, do not think you have done with me. I shall pursue you to the death, for I am the Mad Hatter. With which dark saying, he turned, leapt for the staircase, and clattered downstairs. They heard him slam the street door with a crash that shook the whole building. What was the reason of this riot, sir? asked a Flanagan from his position on the floor. I don't quite know, replied Pegram somewhat weakly, for he had not yet.